0: tuning in to BWE Empowerment Radio with Elder Marcia Boynton. She will be teaching on Women in the Bible. This show will air every Saturday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the broadcast. Good morning, praise the Lord, everybody. God bless you, and welcome back to today's edition of Women of the Bible Teaching Series and Bi-Monthly Book Club on BWE Empowerment Radio. Good morning, beloved, and welcome. We greet you this morning in the matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is Lord. Jesus Christ is the Messiah, and he is worthy of the glory, of the honor, and of the praise. Good morning, and God bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm so happy to be with you, to be back with you today. I'm looking forward to the word of the Lord, to the message. As we continue in our series, the message of the matriarchs. Praise the Lord. I hope you have been to join this series. If you've been with me regularly for the past few Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Lord is good. He is meeting us in a mighty way and we are expecting him to do wonderful and great things for each and every one of us beloved. So be sure that you continue to stay with us throughout this series. Good morning to our CEO and founder, Dr. Jacqueline Renee King. Good morning. God bless you. Each and every one of you who are tuning in this morning, we give honor to God the Father. We give honor to his dear son. Hallelujah. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We give honor to the Spirit of the Lord, and we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would have your way in these few teaching moments. Do whatever you desire to do. Flood and saturate this atmosphere with your presence. We need you. We want you. We desire you. In Jesus' name, giving honor to our CEO and founder, Dr. Jacqueline Renee King, giving honor to our overseer, Dr. Apostle Oscar Dowdell Underwood, giving honor to all of the ministerial team here at BWE, and especially beloved to each and every one of you who counted it not robbery to rise early this morning on a Saturday and to join with us in fellowship and Bible study by phone, online, or on social media. We are appreciative and grateful for your continued support. Thank you so much. If we don't say it enough, please know, thank you so much. We are grateful for you each Saturday morning that you tune in. Thank you. We appreciate you, and we pray that this ministry is a continued blessing to you and to yours in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, praise the Lord, everybody Today is going to be a wonderful day Don't don't you know that, right? It is God woke you up this morning Praise the Lord You're in your right mind Thank you You have breath in your lungs Blood in your veins Thank you, Jesus Today is going to be a marvelous It's already a marvelous day He woke us up this morning Kept us through the night Thank you, Jesus Yes, God Kept, kept us through the night Thank you Thank you, Lord Oh, just bless his name Thank you, Jesus Praise the Lord, somebody God bless you, beloved. Good morning and welcome as you're calling in and joining in online. God bless you. We appreciate you so very much. So today, yes, we are continuing in our series, The Message of the Matriarch. We are going to continue our uh, study on Sarah this morning. You know, there's just so much to Sarah and to Abraham the patriarch and the matriarch of our faith. Glory to God. There's so much to them, this elderly couple whom God used, thank you, to begin his plan of redemption to save us. Thank you, Jesus. There's so much in this, beloved. I hope to get through, uh, I hope rather to get through uh, some points that I would like to make and just bring out on redemption and on the book of Genesis and on the land of Canaan. And glory to God, time permitting, we we will, thank you, we will do this today. In fact, we'll start off there, then we'll get into the text. Amen. So we are continuing our series. We have our book in our bi-monthly book club. There was a reading assignment in it, beloved. You picked up that book, right? Just say yes. Yes, I did. Amen. It will bless you. We are reading this book for the history, for the accurate history. The book is entitled From Babylon to Timbuktu. The subtitle is A History of Ancient Black Races, including the Black Hebrews. And the author is Rudolph R. Windsor. You can pick this book up online. I paid but a few dollars for it. It is available. Uh, at, at online, I, pay, I think I paid maybe $9, $8 or $9 for it, okay? It, uh, it will challenge you, and it may challenge everything uh, that you have thought, you have known about the history of Israel and the people of Israel. Uh, but we endeavor to, and I certainly endeavor to, as I pray and, and seek the Lord about what it is we're going to study in this series to uh, to teach the truth and to know what the truth is. And amen, the truth shall set you free. So, this is the book we are using in our bi monthly book club From Babylon to Timbuktu, a history of ancient black races, including the black Hebrews. The author, again, Rudolph R. Windsor, and the reading assignment for today, beloved, was chapter four. Good morning to you if you're just joining in. I just want to mention also, good morning to London. Thank you. There was a, a woman who was online with us on Facebook Live from London. Uh, a few, two Saturdays ago, and shout out to London, God bless you, thank you, and God bless each, wherever you're calling from, shout out to each and every one of you, thank you so much, God bless you, and the Lord be with you, we appreciate you so very much. Okay, so you have that, the book, From Babylon to Timbuktu, Chapter 4 was the reading assignment for today. Now, we only have an hour on each Saturday that we're together So I may not be able to get into each and every point that the author makes with you, beloved, but pray over this book as you read it. Ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and to guide you. The Holy Spirit, not me, the Holy Spirit is our greatest teacher. The Holy Spirit is your greatest teacher. So allow the Holy Spirit to lead you as we endeavor to come together in fellowship of Bible study to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth to be led by the Holy Spirit into all truth, we pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would speak to your sons and to your daughters, that they may know you for themselves in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Holy Spirit, and be glorified in Jesus' name. I don't expect to be long this morning, but before we begin, uh, 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 the text that we're in today, we are praying over Isaiah 66, verse 13. And the text that we have today, good glory to God, Genesis chapter 17, and therefore today, verses 20 through 22, say amen, somebody. Amen, I heard you, God bless you, and you, I don't know, I can hear you, even if you're posting on Facebook Live, I can hear you, amen, just say amen again, would you, amen, somebody? Thank you, glory to God, God bless you. Okay, let's start off, let's begin in prayer this morning, and then we'll get right into the text and the lesson on today, amen. Gracious Father, pray with me, beloved, for just a few moments, would you? Gracious Almighty Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray this morning. Heavenly Father, we bless you. We worship you. We praise and adore you. And we thank you for being our God. Thank you for giving us hope. Thank you for your message of restoration and of resurrection, you who are the resurrection and the life. You brought life forth from the dead womb of Sarah and the dead body of Abraham. You are the resurrection and the life, Father. You can do anything. Nothing with you is impossible. There is nothing too difficult for you. You are Almighty God, our El Shaddai. and We thank you. You're all powerful. Glory to your name, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for these few teaching moments, Father. Have your way. Holy Spirit, flood and saturate this atmosphere. Release your anointing. Thank you for fresh oil. Thank you for fresh wind. Bless every heart, Lord God, who is calling in this morning, even those who are curious and just decided, let me see what this is all about. God bless you, and we welcome you. Bless every soul, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you that my seal would decrease, that you would increase, And help us, Father, as we come to know the history, oh God, in Jesus' name, the history. We bless you and thank you for truth. Thank you for your Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us. Thank you for revelation in Jesus' name. Thank you for restoration. Thank you for resurrection. Those who are calling in, Father, who have some dead situations, some barren wounds, we bless you and thank you our resurrection and our life. Thank you. You raised Lazarus from the dead. You defeated death in your dying. There's nothing that you cannot do. We lift up every soul who's calling in in prayer this morning, and we thank you for the message of hope. Be glorified in these few teaching moments. I pray that all that is done here, we down to the glory and to the honor of your holy name. And if Marcia should err or make a mistake, Holy Spirit, teach your people. Reveal that to your sons and to your daughters. But if, O God, in the name of Jesus, all that is spoken in this series is the truth, bless them to know, Heavenly Father, that you have spoken and not I, and that their eyes, Lord God, may be lifted up to you, that they may come to know you for themselves, and be in right relationship with you, God, through Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Bless every heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. God bless you. Good morning, and the Lord be with you. So let's get right to our text of love. We are continuing. Isaiah 66, verse 13. We're praying over this scripture throughout this series, and expect the Lord to move in a mighty way on your behalf. Amen. Expect God in the name of Jesus. Isaiah 66, verse 13. We won't be going into it too much. We've already um, preached, or rather taught, forgive me. I don't know what mode I'm in. We've already taught on it. Previously, but Isaiah 66 verse 13. What a good word this is. Let's read that, beloved. Get your Bibles out, open them up. Isaiah 66 verse 13. Good morning to you, each and every one of you who are joining us. God bless you. God bless you. The Lord be with you. Heaven smile upon you. The Lord be good to you. The Lord keep you and your children and your children's children and your descendants. Multiply you exceedingly. Cause you to be fruitful. For his glory in Jesus' name. God bless the barren womb. God bless the woman who has not yet had the joy of giving birth to a son or a daughter in Jesus' name. God bless the barren womb in the name of Jesus. The Lord, open the womb. Thank you, Father. Open the womb. Amen. Open the womb. And Father, we give you glory, praise, and honor. And thank you for Sarah's and Rachel's and Leah's and Rebecca's. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Isaiah 66, verse 13. Beloved, let's read that together. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you, and you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. What a good word that is, to be comforted by God, to be kept by God. Thank you, Father. Comfort me. Comfort us, Lord God, in Jesus' name, to comfort, amen, to comfort, amen, to encourage, to encourage Be encouraged, beloved. Father, encourage us. Yes, encourage us, we pray. And hold on, have faith. Hope yet in him. In the name of Jesus. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you, and you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall be comforted. You shall be encouraged. You shall be blessed. It was a difficult time up until now for the children of Israel, but the Lord says, I'm going to comfort you now. To speak a kind word to you. Yes, kindness, the Bible says, is attractive. I'm going to speak a kind word to you. You've got enough, daughter. You've got enough, son, of the discipline, of the chastisement, of the rebuke, weeping indoors for a night. So it cometh in the morning. It's morning time. I am going to comfort in Jesus' name. Father, comfort us. So comfort us, Father, in Jesus' name. Let's go back to Genesis. Genesis 17, if you're all with me for the first time, good morning, and God bless you. You will need your Bibles throughout this series. We are learning from the matriarchs of our faith. We know the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We speak about this, don't we? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Glory to God. Glory to his only name. The God of Sarah, the God of Rebecca, the God of Rachel, the God of Leah, the God of you, the God of me, the God of all Israel. Glory to his holy name. We're gleaning from the wisdom of the matriarch. So we're looking this morning, continuing in on Sarah, if you're with me for the first time. God bless you. Genesis seventeen. Let's go set them up. Genesis seventeen at verse twenty. And this is the word of the Lord there. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you here. God is speaking to Abraham. God is letting Abraham, the father of a child, know that he has heard, thank you, he has heard the prayers of the man of God for his child. Glory. When fathers pray, when men of God pray for their children. Thank you. A praying man. Yes, thank you. A praying man. Uh, On Friday night, Minister Jonathan Long here for BWE, for BME, teaches every Friday night, mighty man of God, glory. Tune in on Friday nights at 8 o'clock, I believe, if you're not doing anything, and listen to this mighty man of God as he brings forth the word with power and authority as he prays and as he intercedes. Amen. Here, as for Ishmael, I have heard you. This is God saying to a man, I heard your prayers, man, for father, for your son. Pray, yes, for your children. God answers prayers. will he answers the prayers? Thank you, G. God answers prayers. He hears our prayers. He's faithful. I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him. I have blessed Ishmael. I have blessed Ishmael, and I will make him, I will make Ishmael fruitful, and I will multiply Ishmael exceedingly. He, Ishmael, Ishmael shall beget 12 princes, and I will make him, I will make Ishmael a great nation. Glory. I will make Ishmael a great nation. Now, the reading assignment in chapter 4 of uh, from Babylon to Timbuktu speaks of the beginning of the nation of Ishmael. So if you did not pick up that book and read it, please pick up that book and read it. Because we can read the Bible and just kind of skip over things, you know? Okay, Ishmael, he, Ishmael's going to be mighty. Sarah's going to have a son, Abraham from Ur of the Chaldees, the land of Canaan and Jericho and Jerusalem. And what, what are we really talking about? Who are these? People? Who are they? Who is Ishmael? I will make a Ishmael a great nation. What nation came from Ishmael? How I will bless all the nations in Abraham. Abraham, who was Abram, the first Hebrew? Who were the Hebrews? He was the first Hebrew. Who were the Hebrews? There's history beloved. And and some people may not need to know all of that. I believe in Jesus Christ. That's all I need to know. He died on the cross for my sins. He shed his blood. Glory, I'm with you. I'm with you. Some people, that's all. They don't need to know all this other stuff. Amen, Jesus. If that's not you, then maybe you don't need to listen in. But here we are going to be doing the history. The history. Amen. We're going to study the history that that corresponds to the word of God. It means something to say, Abram, the first Hebrew. Why is it in the Bible if it doesn't mean anything? Abram was from Ur of the Chaldees. Where is that? Why is it in the Bible if it doesn't mean anything? Amen? So let's continue reading. I, I will make up Ishmael a great nation, but my covenant I will establish with Isaac. My covenant. What covenant? God, what are you talking about? The covenant that I'm making with Abraham I'm going to establish with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this set time. Say set time. Say it again. At this set time. At this set time. Thank you. Next year. Then he, God, finished talking with him, Abraham, and God went up from Abraham. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. God bless you, and good morning to you, beloved. Amen. Hallelujah. This is a good word. This is a good word. All right. This is the text that we're going to be looking at on this morning. We may go into next week. There is so much. Do you just love the word of God? Do you you get something new out of it every time you read it? I mean, you know, I read that a hundred times before, and, you know, God just showed you something new each time you read it. So we could really do Abraham and Sarah, the matriarch and the patriarch and the nation of Israel and Canaan and Israel and Palestine. We could really do all of this. And the Phoenicians, we could go into history, and, and this, this could take a whole year-long series. But we are going to uh, get as much into it in this hour as we can in an orderly fashion and pray that the Holy Spirit will be with you. Amen, to teach you and to lead you and to guide you into all truth. Jesus Christ is Lord. So let's talk about uh, redemption. Let's talk about the book of Genesis itself. And let's talk about the land of Canaan. Amen, because Abraham was promised the land of Canaan. Okay, Canaan. That's cool. Abraham was promised Canaan. All right, I'm good. Jesus Christ is Lord. He died on the cross. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I need to know. Amen. Well, what was God talking about when he promised Abraham land and the Abrahamic covenant? Well, what did he mean? What land was he speaking about? So let's get into this, okay? Amen. Let's talk about with redemption, first of all. Redemption. What happened um, throughout the history of the Israelite people, of the Jews, amen, as we all know, uh, was a continued pattern of disobedience and sin to the commands of God, to uh, the covenant that God had made with Israel they would repeatedly, cyclically, over and over and over again disobey the laws of God. And throughout the history of Israel, the people of God, the children of the Most High God, they would encounter famine, captivity, slavery, exile, dispersion, amongst many other forms of chastisement and divine punishment. Now, all of this starts off in the beginning of the Bible if you go to Genesis chapter three and verse fifteen, let's go there, beloved. you have your Bibles. let's turn to Genesis chapter three, and verse fifteen. because the word of the Lord tells us that through Adam, through one man, sin entered into the human race. And Genesis three, verse fifteen. This is what the Lord says after he d- discovers, and, of course, he is a mission. He knows all things. When the Lord God comes to Adam and he comes to Eve and he speaks to them, the Lord God says to the serpent at verse 14, to the serpent, the serpent who has done this, the serpent is cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly the serpent shall go, and the serpent shall eat dust all the days of its life. At verse 15, Genesis three fifteen. And this is the Lord speaking. And I will put enmity between you, serpent, and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. What happened here? <clears throat> what happened here? The Lord put, God put Adam and Eve in the garden, and everything was beautiful. Everything was wonderful. And then we know there was a temptation and the subsequent fall. Of man. And the Lord says here he's going to put enmity between the serpent and between the woman and between the serpent's seed and the woman's seed. So in the beginning, in Genesis, we have the fall of man. And the Lord puts enmity between the seed of a woman and between the seed of the serpent. There is a separation of man from God at this point. God had put Adam and Eve into the garden. Glory to God. And what a wonderful, wonderful time that must have been when God, you know, just just does everything and sets everything up for you and says, here you are. This is for you. All of this is for you. And he places them into it. Then he tells them. He takes the man and he put him in the garden to tend it and to keep it. And And he came and he said, of every tree you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. This is the Lord speaking to Adam. And he says to Adam, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air. And he brought them to Adam to see what Adam would call them. And whatever Adam called each creature, that word name. And then he formed from Adam, from his rib, woman. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of me. Thank you. After this, the fall and the temptation of man, the Lord puts enmity between the seed of a woman and between the seed of the serpent. And now, after some time, we come up to where we are with Abraham. In fact, let's turn in our Bibles in Genesis. And Abraham gets a covenant with God. Turn with me in your Bibles. Let's go to Genesis chapter 12. We want to lay this foundation this morning. God bless you. Good morning to you if you're just calling in. Thank you. God bless you. We appreciate your support of this ministry. Genesis chapter 12. This is our Abrahamic covenant. Let's read that together, beloved. Chapter 12, verse 1 through 3. What a good word this is this morning. Thank you. Now the Lord had said to Abram. Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Okay, there's the land. To a land that I will show you. This is a a literal land. It's territory. This is a literal piece of land or space of land somewhere, some land God is promising Abraham and his descendants. And we'll get to that. To a land that I will show you, okay? God is promising Abraham land. That's good. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. Woo! You shall be a blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed to be a blessing. You shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Abraham here is promised land. What land? He's promised descendants, that he will be fruitful, that he will uh, multiply exceedingly, that he will be the father of what we know as the, as the nation of Israel. And he has promised blessing and redemption. Here God speaks, And you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. But until now because of Adam, sin has entered into the human race. And God has to make this right. He has to make this right. Sin has separated through Adam. Sin entered into the human race. Through the first Adam, sin entered. So there is a promise here of a redeemer, Genesis 3.15, the seed of a woman. And here to Abraham, in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. In Abraham's seed, in the seed of the woman, Sarah, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. There is a promise of a redeemer. When we come up into the New Testament, thank you, Jesus. It is Jesus who bore this judgment of us on Calvary's cross. It is Jesus who bridges the separation between a fallen man and a righteous and holy God on the cross of Calvary through his blood. It is Jesus who crushes the serpent's head. Revelation chapter 20, verse 1 through 4. Write that scripture down, below. Revelation chapter 20, verse 1 through 4. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that God knows. Thank you that God is omniscient. Thank you that he's our El Shaddai. Thank you that God has already worked everything out according to his plan and his holy purpose. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 through 4. Jesus will bind Satan, put him into a pit, cast him into a lake of fire. Revelation 20, verses 7 through 10. Satan's end is already with. Satan's end is already decreed. Satan's end is already ordained of God through the blood of Jesus, that who came from the tribe of Judah, the seed of a woman, the, the seed of a woman, of Mary, the Virgin Mary, the power of the Holy Ghost came upon her, and going back into time, going back, amen, despite all of Israel's cyclical patterns of sin and of disobedience, and all the prophets who came to warn the nation of Israel and to teach them and to say, repent and turn back to God, glory, When they did, even before them, before the churches, glory, there was an elderly couple, Abraham and Sarah, who centuries ago, thousands of years ago, could not have known that today the millions of Christians, of those who profess the name of Jesus Christ, the millions of Christians, of those who believe that Jesus died on the cross of Calvary for our sakes, that Jesus redeemed hallelujah us from sin, that Jesus paid the price, that our, that he redeemed us. Jesus is free has free that he is the Messiah who was, who is, and who is to come. All today who make this profession of faith. The man from Galilee, Mary's baby, the carpenter's son all today who make this profession of faith and say, yes, Father, I believe in Jesus Christ, that you died for my sins, that you rose on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. The millions of us who today make this profession of faith in Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God, oh, way back when, way back when Abraham and Sarah gave birth to millions, millions of believers. To millions of followers who call on the name of Jesus, who with their mouth confess and with their heart believe that God raised him from the dead. millions. and this is from from an old man, from an old woman. Same citizens, if you will, mature. It all started from a woman who couldn't produce. Barren, who was unfruitful, all started from Sarah the deadness of her, food, her old age, not being fertile, not being productive, not being able to get the job done. We spoke on this last Saturday. Her husband, Abraham, is behind her back speaking with God. Now, this is sacred time. This is a sacred time where Abraham is speaking with, with God in his prayer closet. It's holy. And that sacred time, he's with God saying, God, you you, you ain't got to bless Sarah. No, let let Hagar have it, let Ishmael have it. God says, no, Abe, no. Sarah is the one. Sarah, I've heard you. I've heard you concerning Ishmael. Ishmael is Abraham's son, is he not, to love him and to pray for him and to seek God's best for his son. Ishmael didn't have to be born. Hagar didn't have to be. You, Sarah said, go in there. Hagar, maybe you'll get your son that way. If you've ever been there, you waited on God for something that he's promised you. And time, the time goes on and it goes on and you get tempted and say, you know what, I, let me help God out. This is what God, I know what I'll do. I got an idea. I thought of something. Have you ever been there waiting on God to fulfill a promise? And years go by for Abraham and Sarah. It's a long time to wait. Years go by. Perhaps it is perhaps it was a long time for Abraham and Sarah. And Sarah are up in age going. She's up in age and says, You know what? I thought of something. I had an idea. Glory, I have an idea See, we, we can't have ideas in the kingdom No glory God has to speak that word, glory I, I, My faith is built on nothing less than Christ And on his righteousness On Christ the solid rock I stand Or oh, the ground the sinking Stand! We can't just have an idea of what we want to do And try to pass that off As God This is what it is, that's all it is, is an idea I thought of something Maybe this is it. Love Whatever God has spoken to you, whatever he's promised you, he will do it. He is faithful. He is our El Shaddai. He is all-powerful. But all of the believers today, it all started from a woman who was barren, who was not fruitful, who was not productive, who was up in age. Glory. And they got an idea and said, let's do it this way. Let's do it God's way. Let's do it God's way. Amen. Would you commit to that this morning in the name of Jesus? Would you just lift up your hands and bless God and say, Father, I commit to doing this your way.
1: I surrender
0: to you. You know what is best. Have your way. In the name of Jesus, have your way. Are you doing anything on your own, beloved? Let's just stop for a moment here, amen, and just take a brief assessment right now. Is that all right in Jesus' name? Come on beloved. Are you doing anything on your own, anything in your spiritual walk with Jesus Christ, with the promise that he has promised you because too much time has gone on and you have an idea and say, I got an idea, I'm do it this way. Is there anything in your life right now, let us surrender that to God. Amen. Let's surrender it to Him. And submit to Him. Amen. In Jesus' name. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Father, we surrender. We submit to you. Forgive us for trying to do it our own way. Have your way. Many other plans in our man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that shall prevail. Have your way, Father, and be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
1: God bless you.
0: God will. He is faithful and He will do everything that He has spoken to you. All right, that's our brief commercial break. Good morning, beloved. God bless you if you're just joining in. He will do everything that He has spoken to you because God is faithful and He will. And it took years for Sarah and it took years for Abraham. And Hagar did not ask to be in this, she didn't ask for it. This didn't ask to be born. 13 years, up now till the time when Sarah gives birth, 13 years, Ishmael is, about 13 years, approximately, about 13 years of age, Ishmael is. And that means for 13 years, Abraham has loved his son and doted on his son and sat him on his knee and had the joy of rearing a child in his old age. Even if it was of his flesh, even if it was of his flesh, it is still his son, it is his seed, and perhaps this is what God meant. God speaks to Abraham and he tells Abraham, okay, Abraham, I heard you. I heard your prayer. I have heard you. Let's go back to our text, Genesis 17. Let's read this exactly as he says it. He says here, as for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed Ishmael. I have blessed your son. And I will make your son fruitful and will multiply him. Exceedingly glory, he shall get twelve princes, and I shall make Ishnel a great nation. Thank you, Father. Thank you for blessing Ishmael. Thank you. Glory to God because some of our uh, of our sons and our daughters they didn't ask to be here. You know, mom and dad, man and woman did did their thing behind closed doors, and for a few minutes, you know, got some pleasure out of it, and then nine months later. The child is born. And now, here, now a month later, 13 years of age, now all of a sudden, Ishmael, it's not Ishmael. But it wasn't really all of a sudden because God intended for Isaac to be born of Sarah all along. And Abraham is the one with the relationship with God. Abraham is the man of God, the patriarch. He's the one who has the faith. He tells Abraham here, but my covenant, what is a covenant? Let's talk about a covenant. A covenant. A covenant is an agreement. And um, dude, if we have but an hour, a covenant is an agreement between two parties. The covenant that God makes with Abraham is an unconditional one. The agreement that God has with Abraham to do what? We read it this morning. Abraham, uh, the, the covenant at, at chapter twelve, to give land, to give descendants that they would be fruitful and to be multiplied exceedingly. That in him all of the families of, of the world ought to be blessed. This covenant that God makes with Abraham, land, descendants, blessings, and redemption, is to be with Sarah, my covenant, my covenant, the promise that I made to you, man of God, concerning the land, and I've been speaking about the land to you for years, the promise that I spoke to you about that land, I gave you a vision about The promise to you to have descendants, sons and daughters, spiritual sons and daughters, that you will be fruitful and multiply exceedingly. And you, all the families of the nation, of the world, shall be blessed. The promise of blessings and of redemption, all of it, all of the vision that the man of God has had all along, prayer time, his fasting, his meditation, his seeking the Lord, all of it, the man that God has showed him, it all pertains to Sarah, to this woman, who's not with Abraham when Abraham is praying. Abraham is in his own prayer closet. Sarah doesn't know what's going on. Abraham already knows that Sarah is the one. He already got the word. He already got the revelation. He already knows that it's Sarah. He's behind Sarah's back trying to convince God that God ought to give that blessing that is for Sarah to some other woman. And God says, no. Sarah is my covenant, the agreement, my fire that I gave to you, man of God hit the change to Sarah. Sarah is going to be the recipient. She is going to bring forth the promised son in order for this to come to pass. So if you want this land, if you want the descendants, if you want the blessing, if you want the redemption, if you want my unconditional covenant and agreement that I'm making with you, Sarah is the woman with whom you must partner in this ministry in order to bring it to pass. The unfruitful woman. The barren woman, the woman who can't carry a child, miscarries, comes through the brink of it and it never manifests. Sarah, your wife. My covenant is with Sarah. I will establish it with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you. I will establish it with what Sarah is going to give birth to. I will establish it with the ministry that is in Sarah's womb. What Sarah brings forth from her womb is going to help you to fulfill the prophetic word that is spoken over your life. You are connected in this ministry, and you two have to work together. Tell Abraham it's Sarah, Isaac, what Sarah is going to do, the ministry that she's going to bring forth. What Sarah is working on right now, thank you, the book that Sarah is writing, the ministry that Sarah is laboring in, what Sarah has in her belly, glory, what I have deposited in Sarah is connected with what is deposited in you. You two have to work together. You have to work together. Sarah will bear a, a, a son at this set time. At the set time, glory to God. At the set time, say set time. Glory to God. Glory to God. You see, so much time has gone on that the man of God desires to go and get another nurse and give her that position and give her that blessing, to go get somebody else, Jersey City, to go get somebody else and have them receive the blessing that God intends for Sarah. And Abraham is behind the scenes orchestrating this, trying to work this out and manipulate God and force God's hand and take the blessing from Sarah and give it to someone else. And God says, no, it's not going to work like that man of God. Still going to work like that. Sarah is the one. What's in the woman of God? What's in the daughter that I have chosen? The woman who I have by our own. Sarah is the one at this set time. All the time that has gone by, all of the years that have gone by. And Sarah, every year, every month, we spoke about this every month that she takes the pregnancy test, every month and looks at it and every month hopes that this time. It's going to be the time that God placed forth the promise. This time God's going to do this month, 6th, August, September, October, November, December, and it never happened. God said to at the set time, at the time that I have appointed. And now you know what? Can't nobody say nothing. can nobody say nothing about this but that God has done it. The only thing the nation of Israel can say, the only thing we today, millions of those who believe in the name of Jesus Christ, can say about being a nation of people under a God in the heavens, uh, the only thing we can say about this, had it not been for the Lord on our side, had it not been for the Lord on our side. Glory, can you imagine if the foundation of our faith if the very beginning, amen, if the very beginning and the foundation had been entrusted to a couple to do what they wanted to do, to do it their own way, to forego the way that God had ordained for them, then what would we give glory to the flesh? Glory to God. Glory to God. Had it not been for the Lord on Abraham and Pharisee, ain't nobody did the same but God. Thank you, Jesus. So no matter where you are today in your ministry, beloved, no matter what your age is, you were born to make a difference. Thank you, Apostle. You were born to make a difference. You're never too old to be who God has called you to be. No matter where you are today in your ministry, how I'm 80 years old, sis, I'm 85, glory to God. I've been trying in this ministry for years. Thank I've been waiting on the promises of God. I know I heard him in the middle of the night. He spoke to me. I heard it. I stepped out on faith. I trusted him. Time is going on. You understand. I understand. Thank you. Sarah understands, Abraham understands, Rachel understands, Gloria, the mothers understand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Rebecca understands. barren woman, unproductive, unfruitful, still, not able to bring forth a child of a woman that God uses as the foundation of the nation of Israel to bring forth his promised son, bring it to pass. He uses the foolish things of the world to shame, to rise. None of us should make our boast in ourselves but of God who is evil, of God who is Shaddai, of God who is all-powerful. That none of us should say, Abraham, and say, I did this. No, God did this. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you. Behold, I am the Lord, he says, the God of all flesh. Is anything too difficult for me. The Lord reigns He is clothes with majesty. And there is none like you, O Lord. You are great. Great is your name and might. You are the Alpha and the Omega, who is, who was, and who is to come. And we thank you, our God who is in the heavens, you do whatever you please. No man can say that they have done this. Who founded the nation of history? Who started there? God of Israel. From a barren womb, from a dead womb, even from eternity I am he, and there is none who can deliver out of my hand. I act and who can reverse. The Lord is whole planned, and who can frustrate it? And after a it's stretched out here, and who can turn it back, as prophet Isaiah says. In Genesis 18, the Lord says, Is anything too difficult for the Lord? I know that you can do all things, and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Trust in the Lord forever, for our God is the Lord. And in him we have an everlasting rock. And Acts 26, let's turn there, beloved. Acts 26, verse 8. You have your Bibles. Let's go there. Thank you. We'll get to Canaan, amen. Acts 26, verse 8. you have your Bible beloved. Good morning to you, all of you who are on social media. We appreciate you. God bless you. Thank you by phone. Thank you so much. Acts 26, verse 8. And I'm turning there with you. And I just want, well, I hope I wrote this down correctly. I'm, I'm sure I did. Okay, Acts 26. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. And this is Paul speaking, and this is what he says there. Why should it be thought incredible by you that God raises the dead? Let's say that again. Why should it be thought incredible by you that God raises the dead? Why should this be thought incredible? Why should we think that our El Shaddai, the almighty God, cannot Take Sarah's dead womb and Abraham's dead body and bring forth a son of promise. Why should we think this impossible with a God who says with him nothing is impossible? God can do anything. He can use anybody. And we bless you, Father, and thank you for the older woman, for the mature woman, for the barren womans. Glory, for those whom you have promised that you're going to do great exploits through them for the glory of your holy name. And time has gone on and they're still standing on the promises of God. Thank you. We thank you for them, Father. We thank you for the examples of faith and of Bold faith, of courage, not a timidity, but of boldness and of of courage. Thank you. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. We thank you for the gift of faith to believe you and to know that you will do everything you said, the land that you promised. Thank you. Just thank God for it right now. Father, thank you for the land that you promised. Thank you, Jesus, for the descendants that they be fruitful and multiply exceedingly so. For the nation of Israel, thank you, Jesus, for our Messiah. Hallelujah for blessing and for redemption. What is redemption? To redeem us, hallelujah, to buy us, hallelujah, to ransom us, to redeem us, Jesus Christ did from slavery, from sin, and from disobedience, from the separation, from the sin that entered into the human race because of Adam. So God's plan of redemption here, he's working it all out through Abraham and through Sarah, through the seed, Isaac, that is to be born of Sarah at the set time, the time that God has appointed. Years have gone by. Hallelujah. Yes, that's going by. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, that's going by. So what? He's still God. He's still God. We cannot be distracted by time, by the time that goes by, by someone who seems like they're taking too much time, so you want to choose another nurse. Amen, Jesus. God says, at the set time, thank you, at the set time, Sarah is the one. Isaac is the one. Thank you, Jesus. But you just bless God right where you are. Just bless Him right where you are. Why is it considered incredible among you people, Paul says, if God does raise the dead? He is the resurrection and the life. Thank you who has redeemed us through His blood on the cross of Calvary, who has redeemed us, who has bought us, who has paid the price because of the blood that He shed. Thank you. He pays the price, and we have eternal life through Jesus. Forgiveness of sin through Jesus. Righteousness through Jesus Christ. We a right relationship with Him, adoption into God's family, deliverance from sin's bondage, peace with God, and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit because of Jesus Christ. He has redeemed us. We were all slaves to sin and to disobedience. We were dead in our trespasses till so Jesus Christ, the promised seed, came. All of this has happened. Christianity for the nation of Israel, for the Hebrews, for the Israelite people who will be restored to the land of Israel, Canaan, that God has promised. Thank you. Yes, God, he will regather his scattered tribes and restore the Hebrews, the Israelites, to the land of Israel, of Canaan, of Palestine, because he has promised it. Thank you. Yes, he will do it. All this is happening because of an unfruitful, unproductive, sterile, Woman, who by definition, that also means to miscarry. That means to, to 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 start out in something, and you know you 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 look you're stepping out in it, and whatever that ministry you're you're in your motion, you're doing all the right things, but then it never comes to pass. It's never manifest. She starts out in it, but she can't deliver. She can't get the job done. She can't brought forth. All of this. You look at another church, all of the churches in the world today, you look at all of them and those who profess the name of Jesus Christ. All of this has come about because of our ancestors, our forefathers, our foremothers who were barren, who were unproductive, who were sterile, who could not, but God. Thank you, Jesus, but God. Now, that's a good word. Let's go back to the text in Genesis 17 because I don't want to skip over this. Let's go back to Genesis 17, and let's read this again. God speaks to Abraham concerning Ishmael. Now you read in from Timbuktu two to Babylon concerning Amen, concerning chapter four, and what Ishmael actually, the nation that Ishmael actually began. So if you have that book in chapter four, the chapter four is entitled "The Original Black Jews," and our author for us, our author for us says that originally. All the Hamites and the Shemites, or the Semites, were black. Abraham was a black Shemite and a descendant of Shem. His name, Abraham, was Abram, the first Hebrew, before he became Abraham. Our three Hebrew patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The mother and grandmother of the Arabian nation were black Hamite Egyptian women, and the fathers of the Arabian nation were Abraham and Ishmael, who were black Semites. okay. The nation that God says that He is going to form of Ishmael is the Arabian Nation, chapter 4, from Babylon to Timbuktu. That's on page 33. So you need to um, get that book. If you feel so led and you want to uncover and discover the history concerning these people and the truth about who they are, then get the book. If you don't need all that, you don't have to buy it. Allow the Holy Spirit to be your greatest teacher and to lead you into all truth. So here, when God says, I'm going to make a great nation, Of of Ishmael and bless him. He's speaking of the Arabian nation. Amen. And he's telling Abraham all the wonderful things that he's going to do for him, for Ishmael. And yes, I've heard you and I'm going to bless him. But, thank you. But God. But, but my covenant. I'm going to do that for you, Abraham. But my covenant. But, what does that mean? I'm going to do that for you, Abraham. But my covenant. But the land. But the descendants. But the blessing, but the redemption, because through the seed of Sarah, the women, the matriarchs of the nation of Israel, Sarah and Rebecca and Leah, glory to God. Thank you. Thank you. Through the matriarch comes the seed, the promise seed for Genesis three fifteen, to crush the head of the serpent, Jesus Christ. Behold this, who we are today in the word of the Lord, honor your mother and your father. To honor the mother, hallelujah, to honor the father that your days may be long. The mother of our faith, Sarah, a barren woman. So the next time we look at a woman in church or a woman in ministry, an older woman, who seems as if she's not doing anything, she's not productive, she's not sterile, she's trying, you know, we need to be reminded that if it were not for the barren and the unproductive and the sterile and the prone to miscarry, Sarah, and Rebecca, none of us would be here. None of us would be here, were it not, for the matriarch, Sarah, a barren woman, an and unproductive woman. And Father, we thank you. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you. Thank you for the gift of faith. Thank you for the gift of faith to believe and to know that you will do everything that you have spoken, that you will do everything, You are in covenant with your people through your blood. This unconditional covenant that you made to Abraham, we bless you for it. We thank you for it. For land. Thank you for the land. Thank you for the descendants. Thank you for blessings. Thank you for redemption. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the Messiah's kingdom rule over the Hebrew people. Thank you for restoration. Thank you for hope. Thank you for restoring the people of Israel to the land of Israel, the land of Canaan. Where is it? It Today, uh, it's present-day Lebanon, Syria, Jordan, and Israel. And we thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, even from eternity, I am he, and there is none who can deliver out of my hand. I act, and who can reverse it? The Lord of hosts has planned, and who can frustrate it? And as for his stretched-out hand, who can turn it back? There is nothing too difficult for you. Nothing. And we trust in you and believe you and bless you, Father. You are our everlasting rock and our hope. And it is not incredible among you the resurrection and the life that you can raise the dead. And we bless you and thank you for the resurrection, Father, of the dreams and the visions that your sons or your daughters may have given up on. We bless you and thank you for the resurrection of hope, for the resurrection of faith, for the resurrection of trust, for the resurrection of passion in you, Jesus. For the resurrection, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, of faith in you, the one and only living God, the Alpha and the Omega, to believe you and to trust you and not to be distracted because of time. We thank you, Father, for the resurrection of trust in those with whom we are connected to in the ministry who seem to be taking too much time, that this Father in Jesus' name can have the patience, hold on, and to trust in you and to know that you will do all things that you have promised. Touch every barren womb in the name of Jesus. Be with your daughters. Bless us, Father. Restore unto us the joy and the hope of our salvation in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the gift of faith. Trust, patience to believe you and to trust in your timing. And we thank you. All of our efforts to do it our own way, Father, we release them now in Jesus' name. All of the ways that we have walk contrary to your commands, oh God, in Jesus' name. And, to do it our own way. We release them to you right now. All of our frustration, Father, with time, we release to you right now in Jesus' name. we thank you that we are not disconnected from the promise. We repent in the name of Jesus and submit ourselves to you and say, Father, I delight to do your will. Honor the faith of your sons and daughters, Father, who are trusting in you again. We bless you and we thank you, our resurrection and our life. Be glorified in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you, beloved. Thank you so much for joining us today for this uh, this part of the message of the matriarchs as we continue our studies on Sarah. Glory to God. I pray that this message has been uh, one to encourage you and to comfort you in the name of Jesus. I'm Elder Marcia Boynton, and it is always a pleasure being with you on Saturday morning. God willing, we will be back next Saturday for more. Thank you so much for your support of the ministry on social media, Facebook. We love you. We appreciate you so very much. This this ministry, uh, BWE through uh, the vision and the faithfulness of our CEO and founder, Dr. Jekyll and Winnie King, is touching hundreds of thousands millions of people worldwide. And we don't always know who's listening in. We we had uh, London and we had several other countries who tuned in, and we're grateful for you, so very, very grateful. If you're being blessed by this broadcast, please um, mention it to someone else. Share it. Thank you for those of you who do share the video. Don't forget on tomorrow we have Sunday Word. Glory to God. The pastors here, Pastor Teresa A. Moulton, uh Dr. Roma, Benjamin, uh, they, they bring the word every Sunday. They come back and, and hear more tomorrow for Sunday Word. Amen. And Monday, Wednesday, and Friday is our prayer time. You can check the BWE pages for all of uh, the ministry events that, that Dr. King um, is so faithful to post and to share each and every day. This is a 24-hour ministry, and we're so grateful to you. Dr. King, thank you for everything. And thank you, beloved, for joining us today. We'll be back next Saturday with more Women of the Bible Teaching Series and bi Book Club. I'm Elder Marcia Boynton, and it is a pleasure serving you. I love you. Until we meet again, go in peace. Shalom.